internet, lovers of TV, and hedge witches everywhere. We are the Plot Finders. We watch the premiere and finale of a TV show we have not seen before and deduce what happens in between. I'm Tony Camarena, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Al Rodriguez. Hey, hey. And today, we are finding the plot for Season 4 of Sci-Fi's The Magicians. But first, Al, what you been up to lately? Uh, not too much. Um, you know, I've actually watched, uh, been watching a, a handful of uh, different TV shows, so I will talk about those uh, each different week. I gotta, gotta space them out. Um, but the one I've been having the most fun with uh, watching lately is, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, uh, wife and I were trying to decide what to watch, and I uh, was thinking, like, you know, you know, what could be fun, like some some kind of show, like reality type of show where we just don't care about the people like similar vein to like the bachelor or bachelorette, but something where we don't hate the people, right. The, mm-hmm. That style of person. Yeah. Um, and we, uh, after giving up to, uh, like looking around, uh, we stumbled upon the show F boy Island on HBO <laughs> Max. This, this has been a lot of fun. Tony, do you have any idea what F boy Island is? I have seen like, SNL parodies of F Boy Island. Okay. But I'm not sure how accurate they are. <laughs> All right. I, I must have missed the, the SNL parodies. Um yeah, so it's um let's see, it's three women um on on, on an island. Um mm-hmm. and like twenty guys, twenty-four guys, something like that. Half of them are what they call nice guys who are there to actually find a relationship. And the other half of the guys are F boys who are just there and for the fame, fudge, right? Um, yep, yeah, that's for. exactly. Yep. Okay, <laughs> yep, fudge. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, at the end of the show, um, if the girl chooses to be with a guy who is uh, a nice guy, uh, then they both get a lump sum of money that they split. If mm-hmm. she chooses to be with an F boy, he gets all of the money and leaves. And okay. Mm-hmm. And it has been a lot more fun. Yeah, uh, I started on season two because there's there's been two seasons, um, which was kind of a bad idea because they keep referencing things that happened in the first season. Hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, I find uh, that like, odd. <laughs> yeah, um, like they've had some return people who came back. That's why. So okay. They, yeah, remind everyone. But uh, that has been surprisingly fun. It's not at all the kind of show I usually watch. Yeah, but yeah, I've been liking it. Okay, um, I'm going to do something different. We usually talk about TV shows. I uh, binge read a comic this weekend. Oh, um, and uh, I watch. Uh, uh, yeah, I read Paper Girls by Brian K. Vaughn. Um, do you? Uh, I would recommend this to everyone except for you, Al, uh, in particular. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's about um. These four girls in the 80s who, uh, they are, like, paper delivery people. So paper girls instead of paper boys. Okay. And uh, they are accidentally caught up in a time war between uh. two factions of, like, a bunch of time travel shenanigans. And it's, uh, I started reading it uh, for two reasons. Uh, on our other podcast, we just finished uh, Runaways. And Brian K. Vaughn wrote The Runaways. He wrote Saga, which is another one of my comics that I love. 
Uh, so we're trying to figure out something with him. And also this week, the Runaways TV show premiered on Amazon Prime. Uh, I really, really, really loved the Runaways comics. And because of that, I'm not going to watch the Amazon Prime show. Because it looks like it has a production value of the Runaways. <laughs> the Paper Girls. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah. so, re- really quick there. I think you might have missaid something. You said that the runaways tv show is on amazon prime you mean i the, apologize the paper, the paper girls, girls. i always do that i always do that when i'm talking about two things uh, yeah but yeah it's it's really creative and i find the time travel has internal logic um where it's two factions like someone invents time travel and people were like we need to protect the timeline uh we need like maybe research but not change anything and then, like, 150 de- years down the road, like, their grandchildren uh, decide, hey, we're going to be more liberal with time travel, and it's one timeline, and then we're going to erase things and change it to make it better or worse, depending on your point of view. And then these four kids are just accidentally caught up in a battle that happens to take place in their hometown. And most usually, like, things will get erased, but they accidentally time travel. And it's just them, um, like, trying to figure it all out, and it's very... I I like Bill and Ted almost like where they can do something and then like if they remember to do it they can make sure it happens but they gotta be clever about it because it kind of gets messed up it's it's fun mm-hmm. oh that's uh, cool yeah you you wouldn't like it oh okay well then. I mean that you will. you might like it but you're not a fan of time travel <laughs> yeah yeah exactly well uh, all right I mean I keep getting ads for this show on Twitter um, and I keep scrolling past them because that's what everyone does with the Twitter ads so. yeah. Also, okay. like, I like I've heard of it before. The show doesn't look good. Like, for what if they're going to follow the storyline, they don't have the budget for it. From the look <laughs> of the show, all all that money went to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Which, okay. uh, yeah, which I'm very excited about. There's so much <clears throat> fantasy coming out. I'm very excited. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking about fantasy, the magicians. That's right. Yeah. Um, so the first thing we do is we're going to talk about season three. Uh, I'll run down what happened in the premiere. Four. Season four. Season four. Yes. Oh, thank God. I'm sorry. But I looked at what we're doing next time. That's the thing I have written right above the summary. <laughs> Okay, well, so it's it's scarier, everyone uh, listening, because Saturday I sat down to start watching, and for some reason I had season two written down, and I thought, that can't be right, let me text Tony, and I'm so glad, Tony, that you responded quickly, because I had already started the episode. Oh. <laughs> so if you had taken like an hour to respond, I would have already watched uh, that first uh, episode from season two. So anyway, season four, we were talking about season four. Season four. four. Um, I'm actually going to switch some things up because it just makes more sense to me. Uh, let's talk about what we know about the show before we run down the premiere and finale. Okay, yeah. Um, so I I knew that it was based on a book, mm-hmm. a book series. Um, I only knew that because I was told by someone else. Uh, it's not a set of books that I had ever read or really came across. Um, when the show first came out, uh, my... Uh, wife girlfriend at the time um uh, was really uh excited for the show because i guess she had liked the books um mm-hmm. and so we watched the 
first two episodes together and I did not care. So that that's where I stopped. But she has gone on to watch them all. And so I would every so often I would walk by, you know, and she would have the show on and I'd see some scenes and think, all right, I have no idea what's going on. This is really weird and crazy. And then I mm-hmm. would just go about my day. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I think I had heard that the show deviated pretty far from the books. I don't know how true that is. Um, but yeah, that's that's just about everything that I know about about the magicians. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, on the other hand, like your wife, I read the all three books. Uh, oh. Maybe about like five or six years ago. Um, I really enjoyed them. Uh, then I started, like you, I started watching the show and I watched like the first two episodes and like, I d- did not enjoy the characterization characterization of Quentin, the main character compared to the books. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, like everyone else seemed like spot on. Um, Janet, Julia, Elliot. Uh, oh yeah. Also they changed the name of, uh, I think Julie or Janet to Margot in this, but whatever. Um, there, but it's just like Quentin didn't. Um, is he just rubbed me the wrong way? Maybe like I know he had like some depression in the books, but he was just like all about the depression, uh, <laughs> at least in that okay. first episode. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But I the reason I wanted to do season four because there are only three books, so I figured maybe the fourth season that's where they started deviating because i had no idea like the first episode was pretty close to the first couple chapters of the book oh um spoiler for season four there's no way in hell you can get from where the trilogy ended to what's happening in season four so they deviated extremely much from the um, (laughs) series don't know how much don't know when it happened maybe only the first two episodes are the same i have no idea but it's it's like watching an alternate reality of the book um more than anything else because the characterizations for all the characters that were in the book from these two episodes i watched are like dead on i mean i don't know about uh elliot because elliot was kind of zombified he was like possessed through this whole thing but everyone else (laughs) was dead on okay all right yeah so um so I guess TV shows and movies, you know, those adaptations of books are are the original multiverse. Yes, it is quite yeah. quite mad. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I'm I'm glad I didn't know that you had already read the read the books. Um, I feel like you should have said something when we chose I this. But, thought okay. I did. <laughs> I thought well, I brought that did. up. <laughs> Tony, if you did, I was not paying attention. Which also could have been what happened. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like, it's not fresh in mind. If you listen to uh, MC Rewind, you guys know my memory is crap. So, uh, some of a lot of the stuff's probably going to be inaccurate from what happened. But the show's inaccurate from what happened in the book, so it's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, good. Good. <laughs> uh. All right. Al, audience, sit down and relax as I take you through. My very long summary of what happened in the season four premiere. Wait, wait, wait. Before you do that, I actually had a question, Tony. Oh, yes. Um, So I was watching this and I was thinking, this show seems way, way more adult than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Is that like the books? Were, were the yeah. books like that also? Okay. Was, yes. Um, well, I mean, like, 
people who watch I gotta remind myself, people who listen to this program don't care about spoilers. Um mm-hmm. there's the first book is essentially like college Hogwarts. Like they show the college in this um episode. Mm-hmm. Um but like one time they have to uh like take a class and they have to go to the North Pole. So they transferred into birds. Um and they go to the North Pole, and one of the days, like, as a transformation thing, they turn them all into Arctic foxes, all the students. And two of the characters are, like, just fucking as Arctic foxes. And that's how they start their relationship with each other. Uh, El, um, oh. Quentin and Alice, the blonde girl and the depressed guy in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. how they start their relationship. I don't know if it's accurate to the show. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it might be. I have no idea. Okay. (laughs) All right. Now for my summary of episode one, A Flock of Lost Birds, original premiere date, January 23rd, 2019. Kimberly D'Antoni gets a congratulations envelope, but it gets blown away. She follows it into Brickbills, a.k.a. College Hogwarts. She's brought to an entrance exam uh, that she is not prepared for, and the dean starts acting weird as he and a teacher watch Kimber fail the test. Uh, through the device, the dean sees that it's a disguise, and he excuses himself. We then cut to a prison on a donut-shaped planet. A woman named Alice is locked up there. Someone in another cell mocks her, and she is brought a lunch of bacon. Uh, she's being held by an associated dean, who, uh, who gets to approve all the new students for some reason. Apparently, Alice's friends helped save magic, and now they are all living lives as other people, with illusions as disguises. One of them, Mark, is arrested and released. Well, I, I was misinformed, or I did not know what was happening in this part, apparently. A person named Mark was arrested and released. An upset cop follows him until he randomly disappears into an electronics store. Like, literally disappears. Like, he walks in the room with no exits, and he's just gone. Uh, the cop starts uh, to research that, or starts research that leads her to learning about hedge witches. But dangerous things start happening as she does the research. She confronts Mark and takes the protection medallion from him, and he runs into the street, getting hit by a truck. We then go to Janet, who is visited by a vision of a god of a place called Fillory. Uh, She doesn't recognize him, but he says that Fillory is in danger, and it is her job as High King to fix it. She wakes up and dismisses it as a dream. Later, Janet is a bitch to her assistant, who, who can't find the book she wants. The cop, whose name is Sam, finds her and tells her about the weird stuff. She shows her a comic that details both their lives. As they are talking, the power goes crazy. Sam tells Janet that they need to find all the other characters in the comics. We go back to Alice, where the guy she is talking to is apparently Santa Claus. He will help her because he knows if she has been good or bad, and that she has been good for goodness sake. In the next scene, Santa is uh, calling for help because Alice has cut her wrists. She wakes in the infirmary, where she is chained to a bed. Apparently, uh, uh, she's there because they betrayed the order who runs this prison. The dean's boss comes to talk to her and says that she'll be a great asset. Uh, She is healed and returned to her cell with a cockroach in her mouth. Uh, Kimber meets with the dean because she hadn't uh, been able to do any magic. He tells her that he denied another woman who got hurt and doesn't want the same thing to happen to Kimber. Sam and Janet bring two other characters from the comic. They are approached by a hedge witch friend, uh, uh, 
of the truck victim very ominously. She brings him to her house through a mirror. She tries to remove the glamours and knocks them all out. Janet wakes up in a dream world with that god again, and he tells her once again to protect Fillory. He then wakes her up in a forest with two moons, probably Fillory. She freaks out because she still has no memory of that place. Finally, we go to two blood-covered men and an ice cream truck. One is panicked, and the other is too calm. The calm one uses magic to slit the ice cream guy's throat after he calls Sprinkle the Jimmies. The calm guy threatens the panicked guy, a.k.a. Brian's friend. Oh, a.k.a. Oh, the panicked guy's named Brian. He threatens his friends. I get what I'm saying. That makes sense. <laughs> good, good. I, I, I hope you understand the things that you wrote down. Yeah, sometimes. I, I did this two days ago. I'm not supposed to remember <laughs> that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I write uh, these things down so I don't have to remember. <laughs> uh, you know, I forget this every time we do um, like premieres on our other podcasts where like we do a summary and like the premiere and finale always have the longest uh, summaries. And yep. that's all we do for this one. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. Well, here, let me give a quick summary. Um, maybe quicker than Tony's, but eh, it's got a little bit of length to it. Uh, of the uh, of the finale episode to season four, so episode thirteen, no better to be safe than sorry, which premiered on April seventeenth of twenty nineteen. The group, Alice, Quentin, Dean, and Penny, start out the episode by fighting Julia to get some sort of weird monster thing out of her. Uh, afterwards, Julia ends up in an infirmary, and the only solution to save her life is to make her normal, aka non-magical. Uh, after that all happens, Julia is very pissed, um, but uh, Penny said that he would make the decision again because it saved her life. Uh, moving on, um, so some some people, or the, the monster thingy, I think, that, that they got out of uh, Julia, but also is still in Elliot, uh, wants to kill the old gods. Um, but doing so would also just kill like everyone. So that's why they, the, the main characters seem to want to stop that. Um, and, uh, so I guess that's, that's their hero plot for this. Anyway, moving on Quentin and some other character whose name I just could not get. It might've been Pete. I, I don't know. Anyway, they use a scroll to meet, to try and meet the old gods. They instead meet like a, you know, middle management type of person. But that guy says that, um, Instead of, um, you know, trying to, to get help from these old gods, the magicians, you guys can take care of it. Um, now, unfortunately, those monsters, as they call them, cannot be killed for some stupid reason. They were made that way. Um, but they can just send them away to some sort of prison to never come out, you know, like we've seen in many other stories where the big bad monster uh, has been in prison for 2000 years. Anyway. Uh, eventually the team is able to get, um, the, you know, monster bad magic thing out of Elliot and put it into some kind of bottle. Um, all of the magical people around the world seem to be, uh, casting a spell to, um, keep the evil spirits inside of those bottles. Uh, then the team is able to get rid of the first one easily, but they are interrupted getting rid of the second one. Quinton has to sacrifice himself to send it into the rift. Quinton wakes up in the underworld, greeted by someone who looks a lot like Penny, or is Penny, or is a guy that looks similar to Penny. I'm, I'm sure there's a storyline reason to this guy. I just don't know it. That probably happened in season two. I don't know. Anyway, um, 
Quentin wants to know if he saved himself or just finally killed himself. Uh, so Penny, underworld guy, takes the two of them to Quentin's funeral, where everyone is singing their tears away. Um, back, uh, Other than Quentin being dead, everything seems to be good now. There's more magic in the world. Julie got her magic back, and Margot is about to start a quest to take back her kingdom. Finally, there was a guy with fish magic, and he lost it. Also, I don't know his name. Yeah, uh, neither do I, because he's not in the book. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I, I I, go on IMDb when I, when we watch these, and I, so that way I can, like, match them up. But I, I can't tell, because, you know, they, you know, when you're on a TV show, they make you look a certain way. But when you're, you know, on the internet, you have, like, your headshots, or you, you want to look a, a certain, you know, look way nicer kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? So... Uh, that's always hard sometimes. So I I think I can tell the guy, but I don't. I don't know. Maybe he's Pete or Todd. I think he's going to be one of those. Two. I think his name is Josh. Oh, all right. I see Josh here, and also yeah, he looks very different. Oh, okay. you know what? This looks exactly like him. I just didn't click on the picture, so like it was smaller <laughs> on my screen. That, that he's was... way smaller than the guy is in real life, so it's not mm-hmm. him. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I I googled magicians fish magic. And his name is Josh Hoberman. Ah, <laughs> uh, you see, I tried that, but I didn't try very hard. Um, I don't, I don't know if they said that in the first link that I clicked on, or if I even clicked on a link. So, yeah. yeah. Um, also, there's two the magicians wiki entries on when I do magicians fish magic is Florian dying fish and Florian fucking fish. So <laughs> that's. I'm, I don't know if I want to know what that means. <laughs> um, I, I I searched for, I think what happened, I searched for fish magic, and I got a bunch of results from people who do fishing magic. Oh. Like, like they do magic tricks. And with fish? Like with, with fishing stuff, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Like, you can hire them for parties, I think, or something to that effect. And then I just gave up. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. All right, uh, Al, we'll start with you. What plot do you want to find first? Uh, I think it's the most obvious question. What happened to Santa Claus? Thank you, that's also on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to go there first, but it's also on my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, we see in the premiere, uh, we have a guy who's Santa Claus, who was uh, a is a magician, uh, and he was in prison or put into this prison by the librarians who seem to be their own separate organization who, as far as I can tell, I think they run things. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think happened? Did, did he, did he escape also? Did he sacrifice himself to help Alice escape? Um, did he just stay in the prison? Um, is this one of those things where like he could have left whenever he wanted to, he just, chose to stay there because he wanted some peace and quiet or i don't, I don't know yeah what, what do you think? i i don't think it's that last one uh because he seems as powerful as the next guy he's not superman mm-hmm. yeah um i think okay so we see in the premiere that alice has a cockroach uh in her mouth gross mm-hmm. um obviously that's going to be key to their escape So I think she transforms it into a reindeer and they bust out of there. Santa (laughs) and Alice going high ho silver on a Blitzen or cockroachy. 
<laughs> okay, so yeah. so you're thinking that that's that's how they got out with her with yeah. doing that. So how how was she able to cast that spell? Because they did say that when she's in that room, they had like a bunch of runes and stuff where they couldn't cast magic. Yeah, I mean, he said so like, or he said like, wasn't it like the paint? And like you can scrape off enough paint to cast magic, but like you need to do a yeah. lot of it. Yes, but he he implied that you had to scrape off a ton of yeah. paint, so it's not like not just the surface. It's like you got to go a couple of inches through the wall or something. Hmm. I think. Uh, well, she obviously she must have um like because the head librarian i guess uh mm-hmm. wanted her as part of the librarian's team so i'm sure that she like went along with it saying yeah train me and then as soon as she got to a magic room bam rudolph right there <laughs> that one that one makes a lot of sense yeah. yeah i i was wondering that like how how did she get past that because that was going to be one of my other questions um so okay so you think just transform that and get out and then santa claus just followed her like i mean she santa just claus, joined like her. she took santa claus with her obviously like she she busted in or she bam rudolph right there and then she rode rudolph to santa's cell and at antler point made someone unlock the cell and now he's just uh out in the world um reuniting with his elves and trying to reward good children okay i mean everything i know about this show it makes sense so (laughs) okay all right uh i was thinking something a little bit differently um i was thinking um and i I didn't think that she was using the the uh the that roach to escape i i thought it was maybe something like to send a message like maybe that's Mm. the like how she she tells her friends where she is. Uh, that was my first thought when I see that, or when I saw that. Um, I I was thinking Santa sacrifices himself to help her leave. Um, now it's not completely by choice. Like yeah, he was trying to to get out, uh, but maybe he got injured on the way out and. Uh, he would have slowed all of them down, or or just her down. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm I'm not sure if if her friends helped her escape, or if she was able to uh, escape with like like her friends sent something versus her. Uh, now let me start over. <laughs> Either her friends sent something to help her, like a weapon, or mm-hmm. her friends like just showed up there and you know did magic fighting. That that one I'm not sure, um, but. My assumption is that yeah, Santa Claus died to to help her get on out of that prison place. Yeah, I I feel like that makes more sense to me, especially since like in the finale we get all the uh, witches um, using magic at the same time. And I assume a significant portion of them were people who we should recognize if we had watched the season. Right, like a montage <laughs> yeah. of like allies, and we didn't see Santa in that montage. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he probably. I agree. I think he probably sacrificed himself. Um, yeah, uh, maybe he he summoned like a herd of reindeer 
and like <laughs> was trampled in the reindeer. Nah, that's too much. Yeah, I'll just write. <laughs> I think he sacrificed himself. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we thank you, Santa. I yes. guess I don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. So cool. Um, it's canon. All right. So that was the first question, Tony. Uh, what what question do you think we should? Or sorry, what plot should we find next? All right. Well, I'm erasing the other one where it was how did Alice escape? Because we've already established that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I do have Josh's name written down. How did Josh turn into a fish? How did he get turned into a fish? <laughs> That's a good question. I, I feel like that was more of a uh, simple answer. Um, he, he was returned back to his human self after, like, by by the the main group of people right by the, mm-hmm. the I'm, I'm assuming they're all friends so I'll, I'll just say that the friends um so i'm thinking that it was in a fight against one of those monsters right because we we had a monster who was taking over who had already taken over elliot i think they were gods what gods okay they 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 called them monsters, so that's why I was going with that phrasing. But okay, okay. that that would also make sense. I think they're lesser gods than the old gods, but I think they're gods. Okay. Yeah. All right. But either well, way. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, Elliot had one, and Julia had one. So I'm thinking one of those two turn him into a fish, just to show off their power, kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. And then they in in that scene they were finally able to get him out i think i mean that probably makes more sense i like the idea that because they go to a quarry later and they're like something's up with this quarry right which i think there's probably water there Mm -hmm. i think he ate a fish from that like he went fishing and ate a fish from that quarry and it turned him (laughs) into a fish because everyone in that quarry used to be a person oh uh well, let's see. When, when he comes out, he keeps talking about having fish magic, right? Yeah. So there, it's, it's a magic. There must be something. Like, <laughs> he's, it's didn't a, he say he like touched something? Did, did he touch a fish? Maybe. Or oh no, that was that was after because he he accidentally lit the counter on fire. Oh yeah, and that's when he says he has he has fish magic. So hmm. I'm 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 for mine. I'm sticking with. Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, because it, it if the if, of some sort, it could make sense. Yeah, if the enemies turned him into a fish, why would he have fish magic? Why would they give him magic that's particular to a fish? That's a good point, or just any more powerful magic. That is a good point. Yeah, there exactly. there must have been something else. Um, they were doing a lot of work to get a scroll, right? Because they use that in the the finale. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you think maybe while looking for that scroll, something happened to him that that turned him into a fish? Like he set off a trap of some sort? Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah. So the scroll was trapped. But again, okay, why did he get more powers? I think it it didn't have anything to do with the enemy. I think he just fucked up (laughs) and (laughs) got turned into a powerful fish. 
which that, is weird. Yeah, that makes I'm, more sense. You're right. I mean, this is weird because like Santa Claus is just a guy, but <laughs> the show seems like quite weird. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think he he caught a magical fish. <laughs> Maybe they were okay. Maybe they knew that the scroll was at the bottom of the lake, and they were like looking for the scroll. And he he accidentally touched or encountered a fish in like they were fishing for the scroll or diving underwater for the scroll because that's where it was hidden. And okay, I like that. Yeah, and then I have nothing better than he like touched a fish and became a fish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what's the next plot we want to find? Oh, all right. I ooh, I did not have that many. <laughs> so the only other one that I had is um, also a little poorly worded because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't really think of the, the full way to, to figure that out. So uh, in the season premiere, uh, we have this, this main cast of characters, uh, this rogues gallery, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, they all have had their their minds uh changed right and all this magic um changing their lives what brought them out of it hmm that's a good question yeah because my original thought was maybe that lady uh who was doing that spell on them in, in like her apartment uh oh maybe she did it there in that moment but that's not what happened because in the scene right after that um, what was the character's name? Uh, Julia. I think, yeah. I think it was Julia. Yeah, she was in Fillory, right? In in some complete other world. And she still had no idea where she was. So mm-hmm. must have still been under that spell. So yeah, what, what do you think got them out of okay. that spell? All right. Um, so, Elliot. Uh, so in the premiere, we cut to Elliot and... Um, who's possessed and quentin right uh-huh. uh first of all when they cut to that i thought i'd like skipped a scene somehow I'm like i <laughs> uh but we didn't they just cut to him randomly um but uh quentin seems to know what's happening right uh-huh yeah. so i'm sure quentin went and like reunited them um by th- throwing a magic fish at them nope nope uh, I don't know how, but I'm sure Quentin is the one who did it. Um, okay. So I have a, a related theory that, that okay. is, like, Quentin is, is, like, mostly responsible for it. Um, so, th- okay, 13-episode season, the beginning, Elliot is, or that this, you know, under a spell, Elliot is... Mm-hmm kind of learning about humanity in and the world and he's mm-hmm. you know killing people when he doesn't get his way you know, yeah, for, and... for any small thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah so what i'm thinking is at one point quentin was able to convince this elliot god monster person that maybe he should do good things and so he he started like slowly convincing him to do uh things that help people and that kind of stuff and one of those was to undo the spell on his friends. 
Okay. I would just I think that, that eventually that that went bad, but yeah. Yeah, I can see that happening. Or yeah. I mm-hmm. I'm going <laughs> to go with that. My other thought would be like whatever thing is possessing Elliot is like it would be more fun to hurt these people if they know what's happening. <laughs> mm, yeah, that like, could be it too. Yeah. But no, I'm I'm I'll go with yours. I'll 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 commit to yours. <laughs> it's just like he was nice or he we tried to be nice for a little while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh I, I I basically just stole that from uh the finale of season four of Agents of Shield, where um Oh, I can't remember the the character's name, but they basically have this character with all of these inhuman powers, and uh, she was literally born oh, Ada like yesterday. Yeah, Ada. Yeah. That's right. Well, no, she changed her name. Right? She was Ada as a robot, and then she becomes human, changes her name to something yeah, else. Yeah, and then but... Agnes is the real person the robot's named after. Yeah. I don't remember what her name is. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, she was Madame Hydra in inside of. She had so the... many names. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. Whatever. All right, way too many. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I stole that because, like, oh, that, ah, uh, that would have been so cool. And and yeah, I could yeah. see them deciding that. So okay. yeah, I thought I, I mean, you were um ripping off Jessica Jones because she tries to do that with Kilgrave. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Let's see. I'm. So my initial questions were, how did they all reunite, which we kind of covered? Mm-hmm. How did Alice escape, which we covered in Santa Claus? Uh-huh, and uh-huh. and then my other ones were, how did Josh turn into fish? And so I'm, I'm going to go with the last one. Well, first of all, the one we've been calling Julia, this is confusing. The one we've been calling Julia, her real name is Margot in the show. In In the book... Her name is Julia. <laughs> they give her that fake name as like an homage to the books. I looked it up. Like, why is she the only one who didn't change her name? That's what confused me. Apparently, there's Janet and Julia, and it would be they thought it'd be too confusing to have two women with J names. So okay, all right, yeah. wait. So I'm, I'm looking at IMDb right now. Mm-hmm. There is a Julia and a Margot. I don't see a Janet. Or maybe it's Janet. Maybe it's Janet and Julia. See, I'm glad they changed names because I always got those two characters confused. Also, <laughs> okay. Well, no, there there is no Janet. So okay, Julia, so Janet, and Margo. Yeah. Janet and Margot were the same people. Okay. Ah, oh, oh, that's what you mean, Janet and Margot. Okay. Yeah. All right, that that makes sense. Okay. Uh, uh, my question was, okay. where did Margot get her new eye? <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, was she so, losing an eye? I. Hmm. So. Uh, she says the eye's acting weird. She has a fancy eye patch. And then later she like, like in the finale, she takes the eye out and does like rolls it on the floor. Oh yeah, that's right. So hmm. where's that eye from? Well, I'm going to immediately get rid of the obvious answer that a space raccoon <laughs> stole it from someone after, um, you know, playing poker, space poker. So yeah. it's definitely not that one. Well, because um, raccoons are, raccoons are only from Earth, so he must be a rabbit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh God. Yeah. That's. So. All right. So they they kind of set up in the season premiere mm-hmm. that 
Like, she already had eye problems, right? Because they gave her an eye patch in yeah. that first episode, which I assume is alluding to, yeah, as a person, you have eye an issue with that eye. Um, Tony, out of curiosity, did she not have a working eye in the books? Nope, she was fine. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So, very different story. <laughs> so... So, if after coming out of the spell, something happened, um, I maybe she just got a new, cooler, magical eye. <laughs> like, she, she had an old one, and now oh, it was yeah. time for an upgrade. Uh, I don't think that's it. I, I really do think that they, they probably made that, like, a pl- an actual plot point. Like, a, a storyline item yeah. that happened. But hmm. Now, yeah. she's the one who's the king of... I, I don't, I don't know that, that kingdom... Oh, all of Fillory? Okay. I don't yes. I don't know anything about it. Fillory okay. is Narnia. Like it's like a Narnia-esque world. Okay. Yeah. Cuz the book series is very much Harry Potter um for the like most of the first book and then mm-hmm. they uh the kids are uh, Quentin like as a kid was obsessed with the Fillory and Further books. And then they find out that oh, other dimensions are real. Oh my God, Fillory is real, and those stories are based on true stories. Okay, got it. Yeah, yep. yeah. I do remember them talking about that from when I watched the the first two episodes of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, like they they were like that. That's what what linked them to uh, becoming magicians, or at least finding out magic being real, because they were super obsessed with those books. So okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to this uh, Margot and her eye. Um, I, I would have to say, I'm guessing it was probably something involving, um, wait a minute, Margot, was she the one who was at the, the start of the episode? She was saying, no, 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 that was Julia. Ah, I mixed them up. All right. never mind. Yeah. Margot is the kind of self-centered one, um, who Mm -hmm. ran the magazine at the beginning of the first episode. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So she... I'm guessing at some point in the middle of the season, something happened to her old eye. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm assuming she already she had actually had some kind of eye, um, and... like some kind of fake eye, not like a real eye. Yeah, yeah, some some oh. something like the fake eye. Yeah, uh, and so like maybe it was breaking, it was failing already, and they thought, well, hey, you know what? Let's go get me this new eye over here. Mm-hmm. Also, it's cool magic to help us fight these old god monster thingies that we're trying to stop. Alright. I'm wondering if she didn't have a bad eye and she was like, got her eye removed. Part of me wants to say in battle, but part of me (laughs) wants to say in like a lovemaking session because of this type of show. Yeah, like, it, it yeah, very well could have been like that. Some <laughs> other creature. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yours is probably more accurate. Uh... <laughs> yeah, They go on a little mini quest to get the eye, and then at the yeah. end, they're able to unlock something else that goes into the next episode. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Or it was eaten by a magical fish, and that eye is actually a magic f- no nope okay <laughs> that eye is actually a reindeer <laughs> no also okay that would makes way more sense than a magical fish yeah 
All right. Uh, should we attempt to look up some of these answers? Um, sure. Let's let's look one of them up. J- just the one. I feel like that's uh, that's probably the best thing. What what do you think? I'm looking up what happened to Santa. I'm that's all right. <laughs> that's what I care about. Yep that that was exactly the one that I was going to uh, suggest. So, um, all right. In the site under Santa Claus's sleigh. So, with the help of Alice Quinn, Santa was able to escape from his cell and locate his personal book in the library collection using the chimney in Zelda's shift's office to return to the <laughs> Netherlands and locate his sleigh. Santa is later seen flying off into the Netherlands, passing Phyllis, who reported the sign to the governing council. So apparently, <laughs> they escape, and he goes and gets his sleigh, and they escape on Santa's sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say I was kind of closer than you were. <laughs> because yeah. I said they summoned yeah. a reindeer. Uh, <laughs> I... I mean, you said reindeer. I was like, no, there's no way it's that. But okay, the sleigh that that makes way way more sense. Okay, ah, uh, all right. Uh so I stumbled upon something. Um, uh, now this is a spoiler for the end of the series, uh, but apparently, okay. Santa shows up again in the series huh. finale. Oh, sweet. So, yeah. Um, so I, I don't was know just if he does anything, but yeah. Yeah, I was just curious, uh, mm-hmm. so I I typed in Margot because I was going to look up, and the page is Margot Hansen's fairy eye. <laughs> the uh-huh. fairy eye is given to Margot by the fairy queen as a replacement for her missing eye that was destroyed to prevent the fairies from spying on her. Um, mm. Yeah, let's see. That happened at the end of season three, or season three, episode 12. Okay, all right. Yep. All right. So yeah, a, a whole thing. All right, it makes sense that that was something they just kind of led into. Okay. All yeah. Right. Um. Do we have? Oh, dude, we gotta find out what how Mar- uh, Josh turned into a fish. All right. All right. We'll we'll look that. This up. last yeah, one. <laughs> last one. I'm just so curious. So I'm looking at Florian dying fish after discovering the reservoir hidden below Castle Whitespire. Um. Josh Hoberman touched the ocean, but was transformed by a curse placed on the waters into a dying fish. <laughs> you you were you were spot on, basically. <laughs> I said he touched the fish, and he just touched the water. But I'm going with it. I'm happy with it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, close enough. I mean, that was. I mean, that's just splitting hairs at that point. Yep. yep. <laughs> All that's... right. I feel. I feel good about this. <laughs> All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> All right. All right. Al, when all is said and done, we've found the plots. Are you interested enough to watch either the full season or the full show? Uh, eh. I'm I'm more interested now than I was before watching these two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't really care. Like, yeah, okay, it looks like an okay show. If I'm ever like in the knee in the the mood for like, okay, what's a show I know I can binge with so many seasons. I just needed his background noise while I'm doing other stuff. Uh, I could see watching it, but I don't need to. Yeah, it's although it is actually a good show to mm-hmm. 
not care about really keeping into it. Like, I feel like it's one of those shows where so much happens and it's easy to forget a lot that happens. So, you yeah. know, you don't need to like watch it with a you know magnifying glass kind of kind of thing. Right. Like keep keeping up with all the plot points. So that's true. Yeah, I could see watching it, but I don't need to. Yeah. How about you? I'm still going to watch the show. Uh, actually, this has made me want to reread the books, but I think I'll watch the show first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm, cool. Yeah. It, it, like, as soon as Santa showed up, I'm like, okay, I'm down. Also, like, um, again, no, I'm not going to spoil the books. That's like a big thing in the books. But there's a character in this who does not survive past the first book, and I really like that character, so I want to see more oh, of okay. them. And also... Cool. I really liked Elliot. He's like one of my favorite characters and we don't get to see him. So I want to watch more of the show to see Elliot. <laughs> like I haven't, like I knew that, like I remember enjoying the trilogy of books, but like I hadn't really thought about it in years, but this is like rekindled my love for, uh, at least these characters. So I'll get, I'll probably give it a shot. Well, cool. All right. All right. So, it's time to wrap it up. Um, next time, we will be uh, going into... We will be finding the plot of Season 3 of HBO's Silicon Valley. Um, I have no idea what that's about, but I assume it's about people who mine for silicon. Um, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at ThePlotFinders, all one word. And uh, give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast app you're currently using. Um, anything else, Al, before we go? Nope. I think you said it all. That's all it. All right. All right. Oh, 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 actually, real quick, real quick. Spoilers for the magicians. Thanks, man. <laughs> and we will talk to you guys next time. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Plot finders.